0: And then Peter's like, There's nothing in North Redamine, it's gross. Colby's (laughs) the way to go.
1: But we love that finally, on our 10th Sarah Dessen novel, which I did just have to fact check, I'm not going to lie, we (laughs) finally know what the use mascot is. And they are the Eagles, for anyone who's curious. (laughs) I was very excited to read that. I was like, they have a mascot, finally. We still don't know the Reese's yet. But um, we know the use mascot. So everyone, that's exciting stuff. Um, Hello. It is I, Bethany. And with me as always is everyone's favorite bachelor slash bachelor enthusiast, Mike Lan. Mike Lan, how are you doing today?
0: <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing really great this week, actually, because there are two nights of The Bachelor this week. So,
1: yeah, baby,
0: I'm thriving. Plus, I have Taylor and Travis content.
1: Oh my god, for days Galore. from this Galore. weekend. Seriously, so much good shit, y'all. Uh we are going to dive into chapter seven here in just a minute. Oh, I guess I didn't even ask who's recapping this week. Are you recapping? I'll do a quick on? I'll do a quick okay. recap. Quick Um Before we recap though, can we briefly I mean we're we'll probably gonna discuss this more in Chaos Thursday, amongst other things. But I'm sorry for any of you who don't like listening to us talk about Taylor Swift. We're gonna talk about Taylor Swift real quick because I just have to. I'll put in timestamps. Um, yeah, put in some timestamps. I just want everyone to know truly that after party is my Roman Empire. That mm-hmm. after party is my everything. I kept seeing all these posts being like this is like straight up the ending of a rom-com, and like I shit you not, it is. Like this, if this was a romantic movie, he just won the big game she's had like a hell of a great week she just freaking won the grant like you can't if this was a movie people would be like this is unrealistic this is this is fake (laughs) but it really happened and then they go to this after party and they're singing her songs to each other shut the front door this is the cutest shit i've ever seen love is real i am moved i am touched i am it's beautiful (laughs) i hope someday that
0: um i am not wrong about this but watching them like interact it does give me she found her person vibes like yeah do you ever I like know. compare the way that like couples act around each other and look at each other mm-hmm. to like how you mm-hmm. <laughs> look at your husband because I'm yes. like I'm like okay we got the vibes here the vibes are here yeah. and the I vibes love are it
1: here I and again like we could be wrong because y'all when this relationship started we're like this is a PR relationship yep. <laughs> Roll the tape back. Um, We were way wrong. <laughs> and now we shift them so hardcore. So we could also be wrong. And in a year, it could be like, that scumbag, spill the tea, Taylor. We can't wait to hear about what an asshole he is. But I – and we're not the only one saying it. Like, it's just, like, this different vibe, mm-hmm. like, with their relationship. Like, I just feel like they're both, like, really themselves. And I honestly think it's one of those things where, like, sometimes dating outside your type works for you. Like, my husband is not, like – like, he is my type in certain aspects – but he also is, like, very vastly different. Like, he's not someone I thought I would go for. And yet, like, he is perfect for me. Like, we're, like, the, like, perfect puzzle pieces for each other. And I feel like she definitely had, like, she always been for, like, the artsy guy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, she just needed a himbo. And, like, mm-hmm. that's great. Like, he, like, I don't know. Yeah. They just looked so in love last night. And I'm just, like, so happy for the great week that they had and – yeah, that they're just, like, able to shut out all the noise and just, like, enjoy each other and be happy. And that's freaking fantastic. But I don't know how she was awake last night, honestly, at the after party. And I was like, girlfriend, you have had a whirlwind few days. She just performed three concerts back to back her feet have to be killing her and yet she's still out there like
0: unse, 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 on the dance floor in heels no less
1: in heels like get shut the front door again and i don't mean this in any shade because honestly um kylie is probably where i would be because i, I don't know the full itinerary pool was there but we saw obviously jason kelsey was also there living jason kelsey has been living his best vegas life let me just say no one lives life fuller or happier than that man he goes all out and i love it but anyways i did not see his wife any which is great fine like she's not someone who really likes the spotlight this is her first time away from her small children and probably the like the first time since her newest baby has been born I think she was like, yeah, y'all have fun. I'm going to go enjoy some me time in the hotel. I'm going in that jet tub and I'm like getting a good night's sleep. And she deserved it. But like, that's where I'd be. I'd be with Kylie at the hotel. And Taylor's like, I just did this crazy thing but like, yeah, we'll go dance some more was like, yeah, all I want to do right now is sing Love Story. Like, I haven't done that a thousand times in the last few months. But she gets to sing it to her man. It to her man. And they were, like, singing ah. to each other. And it's just the cutest thing.
0: It was so cute. I'm just so, I'm so happy, happy watching their love story unfold. Oh,
1: so beautiful. I,
0: I really also just want to mention one more thing about the Super Bowl. But yes. I wasn't watching because
1: it's just not your style. It's just
0: not for me. Um, I don't understand. I don't know anything about football. I don't understand how it works and, and nothing. So I would not have enjoyed it. But um, my friends kept sending me like pictures of the of like Taylor Swift and her friends and videos, clips and stuff. And and every single one of them, Ice Spice also has no idea what's
1: going on. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. She is baffled. like the Ice Spice memes. There's been two memes that have been absolutely just, like, watering my crops, clearing my skin, absolutely helping me live a well-fulfilled life today, and it's Travis Kelsey yelling at Coach Reed, and um, which, like, you know, I don't condone that, but also, like, I get it. It's a bunch of testosterone-fueled man out playing football. Like, that's what happens in sports is that – um and usually when they get off the field they come to their senses and they're like my bad (laughs) about that but anywho all the different memes about him yelling and all the ice spice memes because her facial expressions like half the time she looked bored to be there half the time she looked confused sometimes she seemed into it but yeah it's just it was like a roller coaster of emotions watching that woman experience a football game and i personally was living for it i was also living for blake lively's hair i wish i had that queen's hair gosh she she's so damn beautiful is so beautiful like I'm... and has not aged since like she was on gossip girl she looks exactly the same it's not even fair also usher and alicia keats have not aged in 20 years and i want to know what their secret is it's also not fair and alicia Keys like doesn't even wear makeup anymore you know what i mean and she like still is out there looking like an absolutely flawless human being and um their secret is money yeah you're right you're right that's true that's what it is
0: they're but never anyways. they're never gonna look haggard like somebody working two minimum wage jobs
1: yeah. trying to just yeah. get by. She's yeah, she's living a, a soft life and mm-hmm. we respect that. For all of them, honestly. With the yeah. congrats on your soft lives. Um, we're really proud of all of you. But anyways, that has been two girls, only one girl who even enjoys sports, discussing sports. Um I hope you all enjoyed that segment. Mostly it was discussing Taylor Swift, but um that is our Super Bowl recap and hope y'all enjoyed now that we've recapped what is my Roman Empire um just love I just want them to be happy forever Uh, (laughs) um just love love y'all all All right let's recap the last chapter which would be chapter six that we read before we dive right on into this basketball game from one sport to another y'all look at us some sporty girls (laughs) sports are my favorite. So
0: <laughs> in chapter six, um, McLean, every single time, every single time, I'm like, what are their names? Um, <laughs> McLean needed to tell her dad that she was going to the free basketball game. She was really nervous about it, but dad took it really well. Dad was like, yo, you do not have to feel bad about hanging out with your mom. You're being like, are you OK? And she was like, yes. And they worked it out. Um, Also, she assisted Opal and Dave building the model. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, We got a little bit more Jason. Yes, Jason. And the chapter ended with McLean inviting Dave to the game with her.
1: Yes. We're about to go do that basketball. Basketball. I believe wholeheartedly because this is what always happens to the two of us. We don't remember the main character's name until we're on to the next book. And now yes. the next main character will be like, McLean. Oh, shit. Man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I just wanted to say I told my friend at work that she got a shout out on our super bowl sunday episode and she was so excited and she wanted to listen to her shout out right away like while we we're on lunch today and she's like will it be cringe for you to hear yourself and i go yes very much especially in like a full room of other people that will be able to hear in my recorded voice no thank you i don't want to hear that right now <laughs> seriously get headphones. i was like uh no and she was like where is it? And I'm like, I don't know the timestamp of it. Like you're going to have to find it. So she was like trying to quietly listen to it. And then she found it and she played that for everyone. Cause she wanted everyone to hear. She was like, Oh my God, I'm famous. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're a big deal. Uh, so I'm happy that that made her very happy. But it was a very cringe moment for me in the break room today. I was like, Oh my God, I don't want to hear my voice. Please don't make me listen to that. I so, don't
0: that like funny. I'll send Andrew Snapchats while he's out at work or like mm. out without me. And he won't watch them till he gets home because he's a boy. And mm-hmm. I will not let him watch. I'm like, you got to put headphones yes. on. I it's can't listen to myself.
1: It's I already terrible.
0: edit two episodes of me talking for an hour.
1: Yeah. Like, like,
0: I'm Real like,
1: I've reached, I've reached the amount that I am allowing myself to listen to myself. Thank you so much. I Seriously. can't go past that anymore. All right. Chapter seven. Let's dive in, shall we? Here we are. We're at the basketball arena. And she says that she sees her mother before her mom sees her, which is always what happens in books, because it's a good time for the POV character to describe the other character, basically. So it's always like, I noticed them before they noticed me, and I took them in. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a literary device, and I'm here for it. I love it. Give give it to me all day, every day, by all means. Uh, But yeah, so she sees her mom, and She's talking, we get a little bit of history, a little bit more history about mom and how mom and dad met. And she's talking about how her mom was like a very stereotypical Southern girl growing up. She did all the debutante, you sing in the church choir, you go to college to get an MRS degree. Like that's what mom was doing. She already had a high school sweetheart that like he was going to go off and like get a job that was going to be the breadwinner of the family. She was going to live a soft life. And honestly, respect. We like totally respect that. But then things change. She goes to college and this is where um, issues arise as she calls him Mr. Promise Ring because she literally had like a promise ring that she kept on a necklace from this guy that she thought was going to be like – this is very Elle Woods. You know what I mean? When like he's like, I'm going to Harvard and like she thinks he's going to propose and then he's not. So it sounds like she was like living that kind of life and he's like yeah we can't be together and so she's devastated and as a lot of people are their freshman year of college is struggling (laughs) and it's just like going to her room and just going to the cafeteria to eat and going to class and just like trying to keep her head above water and that's where she meets our guy Gus McLean's dad and he's doing like extra work at the cafeteria to basically help you know uh subsidize his tuition because as we know he didn't get a basketball scholarship he was (laughs) not good he was a walk-on who barely got any playing time but he was in the cafeteria which of course makes sense he ends up becoming a chef he clearly food has always been a passion of his and he kind of like gives her a little extra food and he's like you know he's loving her and he like definitely is crushing on her And so I love this. She says um, he handed her a napkin. She took it and wiped her eyes. They're married five years later because finally he like gets up the nerve to ask if she's okay because he notices that clearly she's struggling and she cries and that's what happens. He gives her a napkin and then five years later they're married. And McLean says that like, you know, as a kid, she always loved that story. Obviously now it's a little different because it didn't end up having a happy ending and also the fact that her mom, who was Katie Sweet when she was with her dad, is now Katherine Hamilton. And she's kind of reverted back to that, like, girl yeah. she was in high school in a sense. Very, like, stereotypically Southern. She's the coach's wife. And if you're anyone who follows fologes, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a word, <laughs> um, I'm really tired today. Everyone, it's been really gross and rainy uh, in our parts of the world. But hills. so if you are... Anyone who follows college sports, like I do, um, you know the stereotypical college wife, like you, you know, like what the the you know like football or basketball coach's wife looks like, and that is sounds like kind of what uh, the old Katie, now going by Catherine, seems to have fallen into to the point where she has. We know obviously about the twins um Mm -hmm. McLean's little brothers and she has sitters plural I literally wrote plural (laughs) let me get to that part because I was like okay man do you really need two people to watch your two children that seems a little excessive in my humble opinion
0: yeah I would if I was rich I would do shit like that like have (laughs) multiple nannies like I would be like yeah absolutely like one person shouldn't be handling but like it is crazy. It is crazy because does she work? I mean, not no. that women who don't work don't also deserve. Right.
1: By all means. but I'm And that is a curious. full-time job, being a mother. Yes. And again, like again, assuming their house has to be massive. Like yes. Rich people have house cleaners not because they're lazy. It just honestly would you could never get that done. Like you couldn't clean your house and it, you know, like it would do. You're like, all right, we worked on the kitchen on Monday. Tuesday, we. Right. So I, I don't begrudge people if you have the money to be able to have someone to help keep your house clean by all means do it. Especially if you have a freaking McMansion. Yeah. But yeah, I just it is interesting to me. Like someone like this, she didn't like, it sounds like she probably grew up in a pretty well-to-do family. And then she ends up kind of going off. And like she said, you know, they spent – her and her mom would go to the Poseidon, the little, like, run-down beach shack. And now, of course, they have a beach house. And, you know, they owned a restaurant. And they worked long hours. And she was, you know, cooking at home. And, and I'm just like, I can't imagine, like, living most of your adult life to the fact that you have a senior in high school daughter and then one day – marrying rich and just like completely like again would I love to live a soft life in that McMansion with a housekeeper absolutely but I also would be like you live so much of your adult life being a normal person how do you just like completely turn that off you know like I feel like I would still like it would be ingrained in me to do the things I had been doing for my whole life like like if I suddenly won the lottery tomorrow please which will never (laughs) happen like I would go buy myself a nice house. I would, you know, like I said, get my friends and family out of debt. But, like, I don't think I would completely change everything. I would quit my job. But, like, I don't (laughs) think I would change, like, everything about my life. You know what I mean? Like, I would still, like, want to do the child rearing in in my household. Or You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just interesting to me, like, how completely she has changed just because she married this rich dude, I guess.
0: Yeah. Wild. Or – She just went back to who she truly is.
1: Right, which could be. And if that's – like, listen, back in the day – again, this is when you grow up and you get wiser, right? Back in the day, it used to be, like, a joke in the – you know, living in the Southeast, like, to make fun of women who went and got their MRS degree. And now I'm like, sis, go off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Live a soft life. Do you, girlfriend? I'm proud of you. (laughs) Yep. Like, if that's what you want in life, by all means, no one should should be throwing judgment. And again, I think being – a full-time mom and a full-time housekeeper, you know, is is a job. Like, that's yeah. one of the hardest jobs. And I don't think that those women should be looked down, you know, on in any, in any way. Because, yeah, like, that's a lot to make sure that your husband has a home-cooked meal every night and you're raising your kids and the house is clean and whatever. So go off, sis. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you want to be taken care of, if you're just going to college to meet a rich man to be taken care of, rock on with your bad self.
0: I wish more than anything that I was a rich man. But sadly, I am not. And I I had another one of my... So it turns out, I think this is going to become a trend. Every Monday, Mm. between the hours of 9 Mm -hmm. and 2.30, I tell myself, I need to go back deserving i can't do it this says monday
1: it's those monday blues
0: it's the monday blues <laughs>
1: like oh, i can't do it
0: i'm like my yeah. soul is being sucked out of my body but then by like 2 30 i'm like all right i
1: can do this this is fine i'm fine actually yeah it's yesterday no when was it when is today well it's Valentine's day for all of you listening again happy Valentine's day but yeah so this past friday february 9th was my official one year since i left universal And quit serving, and I was talking to some – Thank you. Thank you. I know. And I was like, wow, that's, like, really big. That's actually quite momentous. And I was talking to some people about it, and they're like, are you a little sad? And I was like, yeah, honestly. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, am I super happy that I left? Uh, 100%. But there are certain times where I, like, yeah, like, there are things that you miss about serving, for sure, I think, if you ever worked in the service industry, so – Yeah, working the old restaurants, so I get that. I get you're just being like, I can't answer another one of these damn emails. I'm like, oh my god! But
0: and it's not even that really that bad. I'm just like so dramatic. I could not be more (laughs)
1: dramatic if I tried. Like truly, it's how it's how we thrive as people. It's It's fun to be dramatic sometimes, though. You know, I get
0: it. Feel your feelings.
1: I do. Feelings. God, by all means, yeah feel those feelings but Um, yes how did we even get here i don't know mrs degrees and her mom probably just reverting back to who she really was but that would definitely be whiplash for someone like mclean who only knew her as in her when she was in her mom era like you know with her when she was in her restaurant era um but honestly ain't that the truth who you are in a restaurant is not who you are (laughs) (laughs) they're totally different areas of your life
0: yes yes you have to have a certain level of like insanity to get through restaurant shifts
1: true it is definitely true so yeah so now she finally now that she's done kind of like reminiscing about who her mother was they finally I've actually been like, hey. And she's like, oh, my God. She spots her. And she's like, hey, McLean. And she's like, you know, thank you so much for meeting me. She's meeting them, like, outside of the arena at Will Call. And Dave, y'all, is stressed. (laughs) He's like, I don't think I should be here. I don't think you understand. You're not from this town. This is actually my favorite thing to do. And I'm not even saying that, like dave is doing this in any ill way like he's kind of mansplaining to mclean he's not like doing it in a mean way by any means but he just like assumes that she doesn't know basketball and he just like assumes that like you know she she, he's true like she's not from lake view she doesn't know how big the u is and how big basketball is to them and so he's trying to explain to her like look at all these people trying to scout for tickets and look at these people being turned away at will call like you can't just show up and get me a ticket But that's the thing, like he doesn't know, which also it's like why you shouldn't assume. But yeah, this is my favorite thing. Even like really well-meaning people that mansplain sports to me. I'm like, I know you are not trying to be mean, but like little like I had um, someone, a boss of mine, essentially – um, who's really into college basketball, tried to explain like something about college basketball to me, not realizing that my family literally works in college basketball. So I was like, mm, and which again is kind of what happens here. So I live for this because I was like, same, I've been there a little bit. Um, my stepdad is not a college basketball coach, in case anyone is wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so Your stepdad but doesn't my, exist. My stepdad doesn't exist because as we all know, my parents are still happily married, but well, high school sweethearts out there. But, um, yeah, but I've had situations like this where people like will try to explain things to me about college athletics. Like I wasn't born and raised watching it, and that, like literally my brother in law and my sister do it for a living. So I'm like, cool, yeah, please explain things to me. But yeah, poor little precious dave, he is he is stressed, and she's telling him, like, just relax. Um, we're gonna get in. And I you know like this place is a madhouse. Like I said, there's people like scalping for tickets outside. And, again, this is definitely giving, like, Duke Carolina vibes 100%, in my humble opinion. And um, That's a <laughs> hill you're going to die on. I'm going to die on this hill, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, can we talk? I don't care what you say. In this book, they are Duke. Okay? So, anyhow, <laughs> they get there, and she's all like, hey, this is my friend Dave. He's just bit concerned about whether he can get in And her mom's all, like, in? Like, why would that be a problem? Like, does he not know who I'm married to? And there's this guy, (laughs) Robert, who, like, I don't know who he is, honestly. Like, he's just, like, got their passes. He seems almost, like, secure. I don't know who, like, who is this guy? I don't even know. But he rocks on up and is all, like, got your passes. Are you ready to go in? And she's all, like, yeah. And Dave's all, like, what is happening? And she's, like, I'll explain later. And they get in and he's, like, do you want to go to the suite or straight to your seats? And her mom, because I think, again, she's like trying a little too hard here because she's just so happy that McLean is hanging out with her. Is like, whatever you want, sweetie. Do you want to go to there? McLean's like, let's just freaking go to the seats. Okay. (laughs) Let's get this over with.
0: And so they go to their seats. And Dave, yeah, Dave's like, what is what? What is what? What is what? (laughs) And Dave eventually is like, is there something you're not telling me? And so they get to their seats. There's like a reserve sign. We see the twins and both of their sitters who I was like, I kept reading their description. I'm like, are these two girls we know? Are these two girls we know? No, they're not. (laughs) I don't Um, don't
1: think so. At least not yet. Maybe one day they'll appear again, you know? Maybe. Virginia
0: and Krista. Um, Great names. So McLean's mom's holding her hand this whole time, too. She's like, you're not going anywhere. Mom and McLean start having little chats. And by that, I mean, mom's asking her a bunch of questions. And she's just kind of sitting there, like, dumbstruck. Dave is, like, blown away by how good their seats are. (laughs) And it's just like, whoa. Bless Dave. And he says, who are you exactly? And she's, and it, it says, um... It wasn't the first time I didn't know how to answer this. In fact, I'd taken pains over the last few years to have different responses every time. Eliza, Lisbeth, Beth, so many girls in this huge crowd with my mom on one side and this boy I hardly knew on the other. I was all in none of them. Luckily, before I had to say anything, everyone around us jumped to their feet, cheering as the players ran in front of us. I knew anything I said would be drowned out, and maybe it was because no one could hear that I answered anyway. I don't know. I said, I don't know. Oh, McLean, she's on herself. Yeah. She's on a journey. She's on a journey. Yeah,
1: that's maybe the most honest she's been about who she is, though. In a sense, yeah, you know. So, yeah, that's the that's the first step. So DeFries loses. <laughs> okay, Portafrees.
0: <DeFreeze. laughs> so in the podcast Game of Roses, they do this thing called Screams from the Pit, where they talk about how. The Bachelor has like infiltrated their everyday lives to the point that they like mm. make a make um, connections that like really aren't there, and I have that with Taylor Swift because I <laughs> same read this and I was like Defries lost seventy nine to sixty eight. I'm like seventy nine to sixty eight. I wonder what that means. I wonder what those numbers represent. What is that? <laughs> and then I'm like, Michael, no, 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 You're no. Like, they're no. just
1: numbers. They're just random numbers. <laughs> they're just Maybe random they numbers. do mean something to Sarah. We'll have to ask her one day. Now, when you had to freeze lose 79 to 68, <laughs> what was that in reference She'd be like, I don't remember those numbers. I don't even know those numbers. I just picked a score.
0: We're like,
1: oh, fair, fair. We're like, well, Taylor Swift is a mastermind. Sarah Dessen is a mastermind as well, in her own way. Like the universe yes. that she has built is honestly very impressive yeah absolutely yeah, i know swifties we can't look at numbers without like wanting to make them mean something yep so
0: then after the game they went to a restaurant which is apparently pitch black called Beof. off. yeah,
1: Beof. yeah Beof. lots of but yeah i was like how do you pronounce that? <laughs> thankfully you're the one who said it out loud first because i was like i'm not touching that one with a 10 football <laughs> boof i don't know boof Yeah, it's very dark. Everyone basically at this dinner table is commenting about how dark it is, which is great.
0: It's hilarious. She says that, um, oh, yeah, there was like lined with various implements of destruction, like shiny skates. How do you
1: pronounce that? (laughs) I don't know. I can't even pronounce copy or don't make me pronounce hard words. It's Every that, yeah, time I it,
0: see this word in like fantasy books, I'm like Skeeth. Sheeths. Okay, sheaths. somebody correct us because obviously Someone we're not let
1: idiots. us know. We don't know how to say it. Um but we, swords We even v- read fantasy stuff and we still not know how to say it. I
0: still still got nothing. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they had those in swords and a small battering gram. She said it made her uneasy. And then uh, mom is asking who Dave is. She's like, we're just neighbors. And she's like, just neighbors. Wink, 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 wink. And McLean's like getting annoyed. But she's like, yep, just neighbors. Like, "Eh." so she doesn't really like respond to anything mom is saying. Um, We kind of flash back to the game where Dave's phone was going off like every two seconds. Oh, right. Because she she didn't want to. Seem rude because she knew they were on TV, and Dave's phone was blowing up every 10 seconds as people spotted him on TV, being like, What are you doing there? How'd you get those seats? What yeah. Riley's cool like, sleep, What, bro? You-? Yes, um, Riley's like, You charmer, like all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so she says, He was like, I can't believe you're basketball royalty and you were so secretive about it. And she said, I'm not basketball royalty. And what is that exactly? He says, Peter Hamilton is your stepfather. And she says, stepfather. I repeated a bit louder than I probably should have. I cleared my throat. Stepfather. I said again. This got his attention. He looked at me, then down at my mom and the twins. Right. He said slowly, then gave me a look that made me feel sort of weird and vulnerable. Like I'd said more than I had. Well, thanks for the invite. Seriously. Dave gets you already. He, he
1: sees you. Oh, my
0: God. He sees you. He knows you. He... We love him.
1: Also, not to belabor the point real quick, but again, early in the chapter when Dave, again, unknowingly is like mansplaining things to her because he doesn't understand. Uh, Also, going back to last chapter, I was just thinking about this, this entire chapter. I was like, her name is McLean. That is not a normal name. She states that it's from this famous basketball coach, which again, if you are someone who really loves basketball in the state of North Carolina, where clearly DeVries and the U both are, wouldn't you have put two and two together and been like oh you're named like are you a basketball fan or like oh is your dad or your mom a basketball fan that they named you that or whatever um but yeah he like never put that together anyways dave we love you and we love that you see her but you don't understand her name like i mean one thing if it was like susan and it's like well, yeah, everyone's named susan that's not a weird thing but like she has a unique name so yeah anyways just wanted to
0: throw that out there <laughs> something that was bothering me. I know nobody really mentions it at all honestly. Like yeah,
1: norms sort are of like, "Oh, McLean, like the coach" or like, you know, cuz like again, in real life, like if you're named something like that, like people would say it all the time. Like the other day, I had a patient whose name was Alejandro and i was like don't do it don't sing the, the gaga song i'm sure he gets the gaga song all the time don't you do it but at the entire time i was like and <laughs> my mind and i was like don't say it um so yeah like there are certain things if it's like a famous thing people would be like oh or again like like i used to work with someone named rihanna and she was named way before rihanna the singer was made famous but she would get all the time like are you named to the singer and she was like well I am this many years old and she's only been popular for four years. But yes, my mother knew that one day some lady would come from Barbados <laughs> and make it big, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with a song about an umbrella. Like. <laughs> um, so yeah. So like, you know, if you have those names. I was like, Oh, is it because of so-and-so? So it's just interesting that like, no one seems to really put that together in her life. Maybe I the college basketball fans. I mean, Davis clearly. I need to stop
0: confusing people So I do this thing because I feel like everybody will just get it right away when people are like, what's your name? How do you pronounce your name? How do you pronounce your name? They always ask me like at least three times. Right. So finally, I'm like, Michael Ann, like the turtle. And I said that in a meeting today, and every single one of the people were like, what is that a <laughs> species of turtle and I was like no no the ninja turtle turtles and they were like, and, oh. they were like Never mind. and I'm like you know what I should if I'm gonna say that I need to say the ninja turtle not turtles.
1: Yeah, the turtle because not to confuse them.
0: <laughs> yeah they're all like immediately
1: what? go there but I could understand how other people might think like species of turtle and not like the ninja turtles
0: I'm like obviously the turtle Oh.
1: You're like, what other turtles do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Franklin. That's the only other turtle I know. Also a fictional <gasps> Franklin, turtle. Franklin. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Pour one out Love for Franklin. Franklin.
1: Pour one out for Franklin.
0: So then they she flashes back to the present, boof. <laughs> and she oh, no. is, she's like, yeah, he's just my neighbor. Like, he just seems, and then mom's like, he seems very nice and smart. And... Uh, mclean responds he only said like two words to you but the twins are screaming at the exact same time so she doesn't hear her and then dave comes back to the table and he says that it's so dark in here he walked into another room and joined another table but he doesn't <laughs> think they noticed <laughs> the like dave. The you, dark girl. restaurant, like <clears throat> subplot of this chapter, is so funny. She handles oh, it so, so well.
1: I love she- that it continues to be a through line. Like it's yes. it so funny.
0: It's so funny. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So Peter's on the phone. Um, he's doing press, post game press, and then um, McLean is like, "You can tell us." Um, no mom is like when he gets off the phone you can tell us everything that's going on with you and she's like not much to tell she's like still kind of doing that like and so mom's like asking her questions is your father well and she's like he's fine she's like you're doing nothing else but like you gotta be doing something else and um it's like my parents always used to ask me like what did you do in school today and I'm like oh nothing and they're like you didn't do nothing. What did you do? And it's like, do you really want to know what my classes were I like? Think? I just,
1: like, feel like you have to ask for that. I'm also, in the sixth grade. <laughs> it's a legit thing for children's <laughs> Children's brains like can't comprehend that like a full day. It's like, a. Re- I mean, for me, if you ask me like what I did all day, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. And I have an adult brain but children's brains like it's literally scientifically proven that like if you ask them something like that they say i don't know because like you've asked them too broad of a question so you have to be like you had art today what did you do in art class and then they like answer little child psychology out there for all 'all. y'all listening hope you enjoyed it
0: (laughs) i love that good to know so
1: there you go if you're ever talking to kiddos about their day at school like ask them a specific thing because they literally like their little brains cannot comprehend telling you about their whole day like it's just it's too much for them to compute
0: oh little kids there was a little baby at the restaurant we went to me and andrew go to the same place every sunday for breakfast and there was a little baby sitting near us and he just kept looking at us and i was like oh hello look at you
1: too good for this world too pure too pure
0: pure. um yeah so anyway mclean's like giving mom like the cold shoulder basically and dave kind of like saves the day and is like oh we're working on a model and he kind of explains like what it is and mentions Luna Blue and she's like oh it's dad's restaurant and then her mom's like how did you get involved in it and Dave and again she doesn't answer so Dave says well to be honest in my case it was kind of required he tells her that you know he got arrested at a party and which is like ballsy to yeah. be like hey i'm hanging out with your daughter i got arrested i have to do community yeah. service like oh, i was like okay
1: dave go off i oh, do yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like i know um, i was like i got oh. into some trouble a couple of months back so i have hours to the you know community, <laughs> community. <laughs> <laughs> cracked me up i was like yes dave yeah i also was like bold dave but like i appreciate it like i like that he's not trying to like sugarcoat who he is to like impress You know, like, oh, this is this girl that I like's mom. I should, like, be on my best behavior. He's like, this is who I am, taking or (laughs) leaving. So,
0: yeah, Dave, like, explains this. And he's like, yeah, my parents were um, pretty strict. Like, they've had me on lockdown ever since the whole thing happened. And mom is like, well, I'm sure it was alarming for them. Parenting can be so difficult. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I don't think it's that big of a deal if a teenager is like, I got arrested at a party once we having
1: like, a beer i'd be like oh wow okay yeah, yeah i'd be like also... welcome to
0: being 17
1: i guess yeah exactly people i i actually told this sorry everyone i'm gonna bring up travis kelsey again real quick um i was told to watch the jason kelsey documentary which honestly was so good And my friend Katie had told me that she had watched it a while back and she was like, oh, I'm just like really glad that he's like mature, that he's like grown up. And I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, like all college guys are idiots. So like, oh, right. And my parents watched it and my dad was like, yeah, Jason really like helped him out, got him out of trouble. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like what did Jason Kelsey do in college? Like, I don't know anything about that, you know? So I watched this documentary and he got kicked off the team for partying too hard in New Orleans when they were down there for a bowl game and he smoked some pot. And I was like, oh so he was a college kid okay (laughs) I was like the way everyone spun it was like he was this real hellion and I was like oh so he was every guy I knew in college yeah um it's it's actually really fine with me like
0: (laughs) literally yeah I was like
1: 20 year old guys are dumb and everyone in college is doing stupid things in New Orleans and right like come on and I was like did you yeah just no Right. So anyways, that's my, like, feelings toward that, yes, is, like, when you are a teenager and you are, like, in your early 20s and you're doing dumb things, like, partying too hard, you'll grow out of it eventually. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. exactly. Exactly. It's, like, unless it's, like, a serious problem where it's, like, constantly and you're, like, yeah. getting kicked out of school, like, you yes. know, there's there's varying levels. But one time, one beer, it's, like,
1: Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. So Dave, you're a
0: good guy. We know it. You're a good guy. Exactly. Um. So she's like, parenting can be so difficult sometimes. And McLean says, "So is being someone's kid." And everyone Which, looked at her because yes. yeah. she was like, "Yeah, well, it's also hard when your mom has a public affair." Okay. Some record scratch
1: moment. <clears throat> but honestly, yeah. she's right, and she should say it. It is yeah. hard. It is hard being both a parent. I again, we can't testify to that personally, but I'm sure it is very hard. And it is hard. It's hard existing. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. So parent kid relationships are the two way street. And there are pros and cons to both of them. So, yeah. She's exactly. right. She should say it. Exactly.
0: Um, but nobody says anything. Mom doesn't even look at her. She's like, obviously, like, upset. She said, um, Dave was openly confessing to ar- an arrest, and yet I was the bad one here. She has, like, a lot of animosity towards towards mom. Like, she is not thrilled to be around mom at all. She's, like, yeah.
1: so pissed off. And, and she's coming her, like, zero slack, which I understand yeah. from McLean's point of view. But again, to go back to the same thing I just said, like, being a human is hard. So, like, did her mom mess up? Is it messed up that she's never been like, hey, I really messed up and I can understand how this hurt you? Absolutely. But also, like, any other human being, she's not a perfect person and, like, She's going through her own shit, you know, so. Exactly. We feel for you, Mom. We feel for you. You could be a better mom, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. things You could handle this differently, but, you know. Um, so then Peter, you know, Dave and Peter are keeping the conversation going. Dave is like, I did the first half of my hours at the animal shelter, and so now I'm working on the model. And then they kind of explain it to Peter because he's back. And... We see here um, the model, Peter. <laughs> Old Peter. <peedle. laughs> Old Peter. <peedle. laughs> um, the model, Peter said, model of what? And she said that Dave was about to answer, but between them, she had mom had that look on her face like I was the worst daughter in the world and I could just feel all this history swirling swirling as I tried to remember what it had been like before when we were just us and things were simpler I couldn't though all I knew was that she was hurt again and it was my fault so I did what I always did I faked it so then she gets a little bit more chatty she talks about the town um she talks about Opal and how big the project is and how she doesn't think they're going to hit the deadline. And Peter's like, it's important to have a goal. Even an unreasonable one can be good for motivation. And she says this in a nutshell was my stepfather. If the coaching thing never ever ended for him, I was sure there would, there was a group in need of confidence building somewhere. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's just like a rich white guy. He was just
1: like, yeah, listen, I mean, no, do whatever. A lot of, uh, Coaches do go into motivational speaking roles after they retire from coaching, and there's a reason why. That Dude, makes sense. That's what you did for years is gave pep talks, right? And we're like, you can do it, no matter what the adversity. Um, and and yeah, which again, it's easy to do. Also, a lot of coaches are, are old white dudes, so that tracks. Yeah. They yep. probably believe that they can do it because you know, history has shown that that uh, it's on their side <laughs> to, be able to do things easily. Your dreams can't oh. come true. Your um, but can't anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so then in response to this, Dave is like, Well, in that case, my goal is to graduate without getting any further misdemeanors. And McLean responds, Aim high, and they have this little like,
1: they have their little That's moment cute. and good s- death and bands. Yeah, we love a death and band. We love, we love, it. We love it.
0: We love it. Um, he- then they have like their little moment. They're smiling at each other and um, the mom's watching them and she said, I must have seen like such a stranger to her. I realized when she saw me like this in a town she didn't know with people she'd never met and both of us wading through this limbo world between what we'd been and what we might t- be. Um, She said this made her unexpectedly unexpectedly sad she turned to her mom to like continue talking but she had she's already talking to the sitters um so she talks to peter and he says thank you for coming like it made her happy and then to cover that up he's like oh yeah i'm telling mclean how happy we are to have the beach house and mclean's like i don't know colby that well we always went to north Redmain." And then Peter's mm-hmm. like, there's nothing in North, Redamine. It's gross. Colby's <laughs> the way to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's much exactly. That is the vibes, honestly, that this scene keeps on. <laughs> he's like, things change. Move on. Eh. Move on. Yeah, and then he's like,
0: good god, I can't even see the menu. Why are there so many? Why aren't there any lights in here? Um
1: hilarious yeah she says I wondered what they think of us how they might consider this group of people possibly related but probably not fumbling together through the darkness which again the darkness has been this through line through this whole restaurant scene and it's been kind of used for I mean it has been used for comedic effect which it's been very funny but then right there you're like ah yes that's where she hits you with a dagger and you're like oh so then we skip forward to them being dropped off and it starts with wow dave said that was loud and she's like what was and he's like the sigh you just let out which i understand and so he's like um so she kind of apologizes and he's like don't be sorry like i just it's something i noticed is all and we are you all right and so she says, i had been overthinking my actions and carefully crafting my responses for hours now, which, first of all, again, seeing Taylor such and everything, it's because she's a mastermind. But second of all, it's I was like, hi, every person with anxiety ever. <laughs> I was like, do you mean my daily life? And <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just carefully crafting my responses for hours. And it is draining. Yeah, you do just want to let out a sigh at the end of the day because you're like, oh, my God, I'm just gonna- um, so I'm with her. And so she's like, you know, I had to, no more energy to to fake it. She had to fake it for hours and stuff and overthink things for hours. And so she just like plops down on the ground and kind of tells Dave what's up. She's like, I don't get along with my mom at all. I think I even hate her sometimes, which like, yeah, let it out. Like that's allowed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that explains a lot. Like that explains her. I definitely was, you know, picking up on some, some tension and so Dave kind of points out like, you know, I only spent an afternoon with her, but I can tell she's really trying. And she's like, that's kind of the, half the problem is like she's trying too hard. Like, like all McLean wants is for her to kind of like own up to the fact that this is different and hard and, you know, and she wants her to understand. She kind of talks here to Dave about understanding things and he's like, you know, like that's different though, because she's like, You acknowledge it right away. Like she explains, like, this is what happened. My dad cheated on or my dad, my dad. My mom cheated on my dad with this like very public figure. Everyone was in our business. It was terrible for me. And Dave immediately, like any like, you know, good human would would be like, That sucks. And she's like, Yeah, see, you can acknowledge it. And like she can't. Like she's never acknowledged the fact that what she did was shitty and she's like you know i just don't understand what she doesn't understand and he's like acknowledging and understanding are actually two different things and so you know they're kind of like talking about that and um and so then he kind of talks to her about like his situation with his parents and how they you know freaked out on him with the whole misdemeanor thing and he's talking about how this all kind of started when he got a job at a bakery because he wanted it just for fun, which again, like Dave is so, I've said it before, like he is so like Macy and Auden coded to me. Like yeah. what they kind of went through is like very much seems to be. And like, I like that, like, and it like Sarah even brings back some of the things like brain camp, like he knows Jason for brain cause like that was his world. And I do think it's very interesting and it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before when we were reading some of the earlier chapters in, Regards to Jason, that I love that she does this because there are so many, like, like we said, like gifted kids or really smart kids that then like kind of struggle with wanting to be like not just that. And it is interesting to me, again, like, and this is probably because he is a cishet white male, the way Dave goes about it, as opposed to the way like Auden and Macy go about it, because they are like girls, you know. So I just think that that's, like, like Dave was just like, I applied for the job. I did it. I asked my parents to go to this high school because I wanted to. And he – I'm not saying his route is completely easy. Like, he's gotten, obviously, a lot of pushbacks from his parents. But it's so interesting that, like, he woke up one day and, again, like, being a guy was just like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. And these girls, like, Macy's like, I'm just going to – I'm not going to talk to my mom. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of funny. But it's so interesting to, like, see it. Like, you you usually get a lot of guys in Dessen novels or, like, the more carefree one. And I do think it's interesting that she, like, made him the smart one who, like, had to get out of his comfort zone, who had to do all of that. And we're kind of getting to see him on that journey. It's, a, it's like, an interesting little role reversal. It is.
0: Yeah. He talks about how, like, his parents are disappointed in him and, like, he just doesn't understand. He just wants to be a regular dude. Um we find out that he was working in his
1: parents' lab, which is like Yeah, since crazy. he was 10. And then apparently he had enough credits after ninth grade to graduate. So that's like the only reason his parents kind of agreed to him going to Jackson, because it doesn't really mean anything. And I was like, that's think wild. Wow, he's like a little Doogie Howser.
0: <laughs> I know. He's a
1: little genius. Yeah.
0: So, People kept like
1: saying he's smart throughout this entire book, but it wasn't until he's like, "Yeah, technically, I could have graduated after ninth grade." That I was like, "Dang, he's smart, smart."
0: <laughs> seriously, seriously, he's probably tired as well. Yeah, poor Dave. He deserves a break. Yes, he does. But um, so he want. He's like, I just want to go on this like trip after graduation with my friends, but my parents aren't really into it. But they. But if I behave well and you know do what they want maybe they'll let me go she says like riley thought says that they were scared they thought they were losing you and he's like i get that but it's like are there only two choices either i'm a delinquent in a fast downward spiral or becoming a physicist right on schedule how is that even possible mm-hmm. and he's like i just need the opportunity to find a third option and you know they they just like aren't understanding that they have a a plan for him in their heads and they they want him to follow that. And he's like, can I just be normal for like five minutes? Right. But yeah, then he's like, for what it's worth, I can tell from the outside your mom seems like she's trying. And McLean's like, so you're taking her side? And he's like, I don't believe in sides. People do crappy things for all kinds of kinds of reasons. You can't even begin to understand. And she said, it's not my job to understand. I didn't do anything. I was just an innocent bystander. She says, I didn't do anything. I didn't deserve this. And he says, no, you didn't. She said, I don't have to understand. And yes, like, I (laughs) think the biggest problem with McLean and her mom, too, is like, her mom's not acknowledging how... This affects McLean at all. Like she's not right. saying like I know this is probably hard for you or like you know, I like she started a whole new family. It, mm-hmm. McLean was like blindsided. Like it's more than just she cheated on Dad. It's like she cheated on Dad. She cheated on hate on Hazel. <laughs> oh, really? Going back there? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? She cheated on McLean in um, like as well, basically um yeah Yeah, i think it's
1: got to be again thankfully i have no personal experience in this so people that understand this matter uh more than me you know feel feel free to chime in but um because again the two of us just have parents who are still married and we just had the one family but yeah i think it's really hard like for a kid to basically be like you went and decided to have a whole new family like we weren't good enough like it's easy for people to you know divorce and be like it's not you sweetie it's just your father and I don't love each other anymore but no like the second you go and you get remarried and you start a whole new ass family like even if your logical brain can tell you like it has nothing to do with me like there's just They, you know, they they don't love dad anymore. And obviously she's with this new guy and they want to have kids. And just because she has these new kids doesn't mean she loves me any less. Like your emotional part of your brain cannot fathom that. You're just like, nope, we we weren't good. Our family wasn't good enough for her and she had to go create a new one. Like that is what the emotional side of your brain is always going to tell you, even though that is not 100% at all what the case is, it's very hard for you to not tell yourself that and to not feel, you know, rejected by that parent as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Plus, she's, like, a totally different person to what McLean yeah. is used to. Like, this right. whole situation, it's, like, have, like, a little bit more, like, POV. Like, look yeah. at at this from McLean's point of view.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But so then she starts crying a little bit, and she doesn't want to. So she looks up at the sky, and she um is, you know, counting the constellations as she does but she's freezing. She feels herself starting to shake. And then Dave slides his arm over her shoulders. He was warm and close. And at the same moment, I realized this. I spotted the outline of Orion three, I thought, and then rested my head against him, closing my eyes.
1: Oh, Dave, we love that you were there for our girl. It's we what do she deserves. We really do.
0: I can't Both believe the timing of this. My DoorDash right. is literally getting dropped off as we speak.
1: Boom! We nailed it today, we y'all. We nailed it. She's got plenty of time to go watch The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. This is this is honestly, it's a Valentine's Day miracle. Everyone, I yes. hope you all celebrate the ladies in your life today here on Valentine's Day. Yes. And just know that we are celebrating you all of you lovely ladies that listen to us we are celebrating you and we yeah we just wish you a happy one and we're gonna let Mike Lynn come enjoy her door dash. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all for real soon we'll talk to y'all on Thursday for a little chaos I'm sure Taylor Swift will be discussed I'm and, sure uh who knows what else we'll see where it takes us um maybe we'll watch more of the universe I don't know anyways happy Valentine's day take care of yourselves treat yourself today treat yourself, yourself. <laughs> Ladies, get yourself a little something nice out there, okay? And we will chat soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Not I said thank you. I don't feel like I ever say